Hey, welcome to Blonde Moments Podcast. I'm Gina Bogie. And I'm Melinda Collins. And this is another Monday with us. (laughs) I was going to say your daily dose, but I'm like, that's not accurate. Your weekly dose of hilarity. (laughs) So I was at the gym the other day. And first, I'm going to apologize to anybody who actually likes the smell of patchouli. Not me. is one of those things that is so pungent. I was went into the restroom to use the restroom with a mask on, mind you, and it was so strong. I feel like people who wear patchouli don't know how to stop at like one little spritz yes. of it. It's like my shampoo, conditioner, body wash, lotion, it's all perfume. patchouli. It's too much. It was so strong. I could smell it underneath my mask for sure but i don't understand people who wear patchouli they also seem to wear a whole lot of it that's what i'm saying it's like every single product that they own is also patchouli you know what i like like earthy scents i like sandalwood my favorite sandalwood and maybe i'd like patchouli in a much much smaller dose so maybe this is like a PSA. But that's not <laughs> how it's proffered to you. It is always a gallon dumped yeah. over somebody. If you are out there and you wear patchouli. <laughs> PSA. Just put on like a quarter of much as much maybe of Maybe get like the roll on one and just put a little roll behind a your dab. ears. Right at your temples. That, that's it. It, it literally made me nauseous because mm-hmm. it was just one of those days like today where I was hungover. And when you're hungover, bad smells aren't a good thing. Like I was fighting back puking. And that's bad if you're wearing that much of it. I remember in high school, there was this white kid who had dreadlocks and he would literally be twirling his dreadlocks around in his fingers all day, every day. But he used some sort of patchouli oil. Oh, Oh, and I swear that's where I got like my sense of hating because I think his dreads particularly were very dirty and gross. And then that smell coupled with the stank patchouli, Mm -hmm. it ruined it for me. Well, and if you have dreads, you have to really take care of them because they can be very dirty if you don't know how to properly take care of them. His was of the dirty variety. Yeah. And he also, he Mm. knew how to gleek on command. Oh, gross. Yeah, so he would like do that all the time too. (laughs) Ew, that is so gross. He's probably part of the reason why I think that like dirty people are so gross to me. Like I have such a hard time. Like I've talked about this before now. We are watching New Girl and one of the characters, Nick, he grosses me out physically because he's he's just not a very clean person. That's why I can't watch that show Shameless. My husband watches it all the time. I love that show. The Gallagher, they're all just dirty. Too many, too many seasons though. They needed to quit a while ago. I I gave up because I'm like, how much more shit can the Gallaghers go through? But I really, especially the first like four seasons was really good. But yeah, they're they're dirty, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. the dad. Well, he's a real like he portrays an alcoholic very well, very well. But they do shower on that show. They show that enough on New Girl. Nick never is in the shower. Like you never see mm. that. So I think this kid. I'll I'll leave him unnamed because don't want to ruin his day. Yeah, I mean maybe he's a very <laughs> clean person nowadays, but yeah, not back in the day. <sighs> I'm hungover today. <sighs> yeah, so I'm going to have to bring all the energy. Yeah, too much <laughs> alcohol. That's what happened. I did the whole dry January, and now February hits. I'm like, woo! Mm-hmm. And it, it's like, what was even the point? There was none. No. It's stupid. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say right here, right now, that I'm never participating in dry January ever again damn and i want you to hold me accountable to it okay what if it's a dry august no i know no dry so no dry months ever no and i want you to hold me accountable i'm gonna have you sign this in blood because i know next (laughs) january you're gonna be like i'm doing dry january again do you remember when you said on this day that you were never gonna fucking do it again and i'll be like do you remember when you had the worst hangover because you said you weren't doing this shit anymore? 
I got you. A little too much Sunday fun day yesterday. It's just like when we're saying we can't allow each other to dye our hair brown ever mm-hmm. again. It's one of those things. Yeah. It's like a pact. Yes. We we know how much we hated it when we've done it. Yeah. And then all the shit you have to go through to get your hair back blonde again. Well, I'm going to make your day, your hangover day, much, much happier Okay. with this little Reddit story I found. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. My friend is in forensics and works on crime scenes. They found a woman laying on the bathroom floor with a head wound and live baby shrimp on the floor with the smell of burnt residue. What? After three days of investigation, they figured out what happened. <laughs> Long story short, she bought a lobster from the market. In the market, they feed the lobster live baby shrimp until they're sold. This woman brings a lobster home inserts the lobster's tail into her vagina, (gasps) lights a lighter, and puts the flame towards the lobster's head so the lobster will frantically start shaking his tail, which is inside her vagina, giving her the jollies. Apparently, she killed the lobster from burning his head too long. The lobster, being dead, voids his bowels, causing this lobster to shit live baby shrimp into her vagina. Oh. The woman then goes to pee and sees live baby shrimp crawling out of her vagina. She freaks out, falls, and cracks her head open on the bathtub and dies. Oh my gosh. What are y'all doing with live fish, crustaceans? Why would you want a live lobster tail in your... I have so many questions. Yeah. Let's hear them. Maybe I can answer them for you. Number one. Why do you want a lobster tail in your (laughs) vagina? I wouldn't even think that would feel good because when I made the lobster tail over New Year's, they are hard, kind of sharp. Yeah. Not something I'd be like, oh, let's insert into my Mm -hmm. tender regions of my body. Number two, how did you find out that putting shrimp in front of it would make it shake around? No, no, no. The lighter. Oh, the lighter. Okay. How did The, The shrimp was inside of the lobster. Oh, okay. So how did you find out that putting a lighter in front of it was going to make it shake in your vagina? I just think, well, for fire, you know, that then the lobster's not going to have any way to move. So it's going to start wiggling to try to get away from the fire. This whole thing sounds painful. It's horrible, disgusting. That's karma, like this instant is karma. one of those things that I really just want to believe is not true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go with that, well, that this is a fake story and live the rest of my life thinking that. I like that too. <laughs> I because do. there's so much wrong with this entire thing. <laughs> like, I, I cannot. Dude, just go get a fucking dildo for fuck's sake. There are so many that move around. Yeah. And you know what? If you have like a a fucking lobster fetish or something that led you down this lowly road to where you have a live lobster in your pussy, I am sure there is some type of manufacturer out there that could make a dildo that was the shape of a lobster tail, you know? I'm looking it up. (laughs) Oversized clear lobster rabbit vibrator. See? I knew it. (laughs) all you had to do was get yourself one of these the rabbit part looks like the lobster let me see i need to see like the little it probably vibrates too and then you need even yeah just buy this fucking thing did this lady not have google did she not know what google is (laughs) fuck (laughs) i i don't know but i was disturbed by the story completely now that is what i call a waste of resources. I feel like we've been talking about wasted resources a lot. It's my new thing. Okay. They even have dildos that look like octopus, one that looks like a tongue, like physically looks like a real tongue. I mean, they have it for pretty much anything, anything. under the sun so that you don't need to go actually kill a live yeah, creature, purchase a live lobster and wave fire in front of it. Like, what part of any of this would be sexually arousing? I am having a hard time understanding. They even have a tentacle dildo that squirts. I'm sure they have everything under the sun. But at least it's safe. Oh, here's the one with the alien eggs. (laughs) (laughs) Just so freaking weird to me. Yeah. 
We discussed that one. That was another weird one. That is, this is actually going to bring me to something I have to share with you today. And this was brought to our attention by Mike. I can, we can always count on Mike for a good story. So apparently there is a fetish of nose sucking mm. called nasolingus. <laughs> and of course he sent a video with a link to Pornhub for nose worship, nose sucking. But it is I just I don't understand this one, the nose sucking. Like what 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 do you get out of this? Snot, boogers, blood. Do you yeah. need more? If you are interested, you can go to Pornhub and there's all kinds of nose sucking videos out there. The video is just well, it's gross if you ask me. It's just a guy like laying with his eyes closed and she's making out with his nose. Yeah, but like making out with like it tongue like tongue and all. Like, oh, now she's licking his mouth all the way up to his nose. Nope, not for me. But she's like passionately like making love to his nose with her mouth. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I don't understand how this is enjoyable. I'm just I'm confused. Yeah, I don't want a bunch of your spit in my nostrils. No. Or a wet nose. <laughs> like, can you imagine how like wet your nose would be after this? This video is like 12 no, 15 minutes long. This video is 15 minutes long. Who wants to have their nose Does licked? Does it show how many plays it's had? 18,528 views. Now, it's not just 18,000 people who are talking about this on a podcast. So there's enough people who are watching that that must be getting off on this. Well, and you still have to suck dick after that. Like, you're not going <laughs> to come from your maybe, nose. Maybe not. Maybe it feels so good to some people that they just jizz. In their pants with nothing touching their dick? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It would be so weird to me, you know, like a chafed nose after getting it licked and sucked for 15 minutes. <laughs> you like it. So this is another one that I cannot get on board with. What is it called? Nasolingus. <laughs> what are your thoughts out there, people listening to us? Would you try this? Would you let somebody just make out with your nose for 15 minutes or make out with somebody else's nose? I don't think I'd want to be either person in this scenario. So either I'm getting, I'm smelling somebody's hot breath and their spit and getting their spit up my nostrils, or you're the person who's tasting their sweaty, salty skin and getting their boogers and Ugh. snot on your yeah, tongue. Yeah, it's just yucky. Oh my God. Did you hear about Suzanne Summers doing a makeup live stream? No. I just saw this yesterday and it freaks me the fuck out. So she it has this beauty line and she's doing a live from her house. Isn't she um, the um, Three's Company? Yes. Okay. And the Thigh Master. So she's doing this live explaining this makeup and a home intruder comes behind her. You don't see the person on the camera at all, but you can watch the full video where she's like, I hear something and the cameraman or whoever is like oh i think it's blah 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 and then she's like no i hear something so then you hear this guy i think he says his name is eric carpenter he said there's ghosts following him he has a present for her and she's like okay well why are you here you need to leave and she keeps looking at the camera like with her eyes like open really big. This freaks me out. How as a celebrity of her status with the money I'm sure she's made over the years, do you not have a better security system? Somebody's just freely yeah. able to walk into your house and bust into your Instagram live or whatever freaking live she's doing. I'm looking at an article that says that she thought that he was a dinner guest who had arrived early. Okay. But – she soon realized he isn't one of the individuals she was expecting, and he barely had any clothes on. Oh, okay. I watched the video and read an article, and I did not see that. Yeah, and it does say that he told Suzanne he was terrified because there were ghosts following him. Yeah, his name's Aaron Carpenter. I don't know. Watching, if you get a chance to watch the video, it is so eerie to me. 
that your guard is 100% down. If he really was cuckoo and had a gun, he could have killed her right there on a, on a live video because she didn't have yeah. an alarm system or whatever. But they're saying that the intruder was non-threatening. He apologized for interrupting her show. She just kept saying, I remember one time she said, she was like, okay, well, you're not scaring me. Can you just leave? You need to go down that hill. Oh my God. Yeah. <gasps> she said, the great thing is that he was almost naked, so I could see he didn't have anything. He didn't have a weapon. Why would a dinner guest arriving early be almost naked? What kind of parties, dinner parties does she have? And I have to be honest, like, this is meth, right? I mean, this has to be somebody who's on meth. Did they show him? In no. my article, it doesn't show him. No, they didn't. But ghosts are following him, and he has a, go- a gift for her. Come and knock that- on my door. <laughs> we'll be waiting for you. I don't think that is appropriate. You're no. supposed to knock on the door. What part of the Three's Company intro jingle music did you miss where it says knock on my door? Yeah. Don't That's be bringing scary. me ghost. I don't need a gift. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you like my oh dance my. I have with this? Like I I'm do. like a hula girl. Poor Suzanne Summers, man. I would be installing every type of security device you could think of. How old is she? She is, I think, 74. She looks great still. I mean, obviously, she's had some work done, but she's had tasteful work done, you know, when some people get way too much and you're like, if I'm 74 and I can look like Suzanne Summers, yeah. you just tell me what to do. Like, did you see those um, pictures surfacing of Demi Moore? Yes. That she got like some bad uh, work done. So I saw the picture of her walking down the run. And I'm going to tell you, Demi Moore has been and will always be top five girl crush for me. Like, mm-hmm. oh, like, give me some 80s Demi Moore. Woo! Lore. Yeah. Uh, She's a beautiful woman. but I what- can't, She did something funky to her yeah. cheeks. I was like, is that like a makeup technique that they used for the picture of her on the runway? And then you sent me like a before and after yeah. sort of thing too. I'm like, no, Demi, no. Yeah. Ugh. Like, she needs to go to Suzanne Summers. Yeah, but sometimes Botox when you, lady. you make one oops and you're never the same again. Yeah. I'm, like, terrified for her because I'm sorry, but she has to be one of the most beautiful women ever. And it's my opinion. No, 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 no. Yeah, if you take it to the point where you don't even look like yourself anymore, then you've gone too far. Like, so what? whatever Suzanne Summers has done, that's what people should be doing because mm-hmm. she still looks like her, but she's obviously had, you know, some fillers and Botox or whatever. But I mean, to each their own, you know, you're entitled to do whatever you want to do to make yourself look good, feel good, you know, but don't go changing like what you actually look like. I think that's a scary thing about fillers, like especially as you're getting, you know, towards 70 or or I don't know how old Demi Moore is. It's like, yeah, one wrong appointment and then you look like that. Mm-hmm. Personally, when I was looking at it, I'm like, it doesn't look like it's just fillers to me with her. It, it looks, looks like-, like she had some type of like facial surgery. Yeah, done. because oh, it, it, something with her lips for sure. Mm-hmm. And then underneath her cheekbones, it almost looks like somebody is like taped on either side of her and yeah. it's like pulling it up. It, But the problem is, is like when I saw this picture, I didn't think this was Demi Moore. I thought this was somebody else who just yeah. looked kind of like her. It's but- very sad. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of pressure being in Hollywood and that's what I text you. I'm like, I can't even imagine the aging process in Hollywood yeah. and how mentally what it has to do for you. But what movie was that uh, that she was in and she was on a beach? Uh, the movie Rough Night with Scarlett Johansson where it's like a bachelor at party, but they go to this beach house and Demi Moore is there. And like that was the first time I feel like I had seen her in a long time. And I was like, whew, she's hot. Like she looks so... So smoking hot. And that was only three, four years ago. So she couldn't have yeah, aged I wonder what that happened. drastically. But My first girl crush was Denise Richards. No, no you can't Wild take things. you can't take my girl. Like, mm. no, this isn't happening. Here, I thought you Gina. were Demi. No, no, I top five. She's in top five. Oh, I'm just kidding. You can have her. Demi okay. will always be probably my oh, number one. That movie one. Wild Things. She was so hot in that movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then, so I watched Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and she was on it, and she's a little strange. 
I may have masturbated when I was young <laughs> and pretended I was making out with Denise Richards. Well, remember, I just saw Wild Things for the first time a year ago, so I may or may not have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, she's a beautiful girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're getting all hot and bothered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me, Gina, uh, Demi, and Denise. And Denise. Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Three blondes and a brunette. Well, my next story kind of is relative to this because it has to do with aging. A Mexican woman flew into a rage and stabbed her husband when she found what she thought were snaps of him on his phone having sex with another woman. Uh Uh-oh. But it happened to be her when they were dating years ago. (laughs) Oh, she stabbed him. Oh, no. How bad do you feel? Oh, you would have to feel so bad. (laughs) That motherfucker. Without asking him about the photos, Leonora allegedly began attacking her shocked husband, identified as Juan, who finally managed to wrestle a knife from her hands and asked her what set her off. (laughs) Okay, how fucking sweet is her husband? Yeah. I mean, that is so... That is like, that's it. That's it for me. Like, I can die peacefully now knowing that there are men out there who choose to masturbate to him and his wife. Like, how sweet is that? Yeah, and she, (laughs) not on her end, though. She wasn't sweet. (laughs) That bitch is way hotter than I am. (laughs) His wife apparently did not recognize herself because she was younger, thinner, and had makeup on, according to the report. One who is expected to recover from the injuries, thankfully, told investigators that he had told his jealous wife that he had recently found the photos in an old email and transferred them to his phone. Oh. Dang. (laughs) That is so sad. But so sweet. (laughs) Who's that young hot girl with makeup on? I'll kill you. It's you. I swear it's you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. I mean, that's showing all sorts of your crazy. Mm-hmm. I'd, I don't know. Like, I guess what would you do in that situation if you caught him masturbating and it looks like, I mean, what A would- younger, pretty woman that's thinner. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, fuck, that's me. That is hilarious. See, aging's a bitch. You don't even recognize yourself anymore. Yeah. Your and husband's us, fucking someone else. Us poor girls, man, we we got the short end of the stick so much compared to men. Like as men get older, they get more mature looking and their gray hair and wrinkles are make them so dignified. And it's like we have to do everything possible to keep our hair from growing gray mm-hmm. and wrinkles. And it's such bullshit. It is. Like you don't hear really about men getting Botox or not as much as women. You hear about it sometimes, but it's not as common for men to do this type of stuff as it is for women. Don't they call it Brotox if a guy is getting it? I haven't heard that. Yeah. Man, people are clever. (laughs) Oh, man. Someone help me. Bring me some alcohol. You you need uh, an IV. Bring me back to life. I need some alcohol. More like a hair of the dog. There you go. That's what I need, a hair of the dog. I should just be getting wasted right now. Gatsby's laying right at your feet. You could just take a hair off him. (laughs) Oh, that's not what you mean. (laughs) Well, I feel like it may have been like a whole episode where we didn't talk about like buttholes. So I'm going to talk about it today. Which is like every episode. We mentioned a butthole at least once, I think. Booty hole, butthole. Booty hole. The first preserved dinosaur butthole has been found. I've been waiting my whole life for this moment for you to just tell me that. I I lay awake at night wondering, (laughs) when are we going to find a preserved dinosaur booty hole? It has happened. The first dinosaur butthole was discovered and it's shedding light where the sun don't shine. That was very <laughs> funny. <laughs> this article was actually really interesting though. So the discovery reveals how dinosaurs use this multi-purpose opening scientifically known as a cloacal vent 
for pooping, peeing, breeding, and egg laying. So the same thing as like a chicken. Yes. It even sounds like the co- mm-hmm. cochlea or whatever you are so excited about knowing the name of. Well, if you would like to know more about this, there is a whole bunch of articles about there about dinosaur buttholes because I think scientists are very excited about this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I mean, I understand it's important to know how things work. Dinosaur buttholes, it'll be interesting to know if something really exciting comes out of knowing this information. I'm sure. We you have to, to write me more a, about a full report on this. You know what? I'm going to read the whole article and I'm going to do like a little book report for you. That way you can get like a little synopsis yeah. of it. I need bullet points. Mm-hmm. Also, please attach a bibliography. Okay. I need to know that these are real sources of where you're getting your information. Yeah. And there needs to be quotations, (laughs) correct punctuation. And a minimum of how many words? 8,000. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) You know what is so funny? When I was in school, I, I have horrible handwriting to begin with, but my cursive is a million times worse. When I would have to do full book reports on shit that I didn't feel like doing, I just wrote so sloppy. Didn't even make sense. Oh. That was a little Do shit. they even teach cursive anymore? I don't think I they think do. I think some schools do, some schools don't. But I just wonder, how do you have a signature? I got to say, that's the only time I would use cursive is a signature. Other than that, who uses cursive? Who? I don't know, because you cannot read mine. My print is horrible enough. I couldn't imagine... You trying to figure out what the I hell I'm nice writing in cursive? Handwriting. I have nice penmanship, just not cursive ship. <laughs> cursive shipped. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think and hope and pray this is the last time I talk about cock cages. Oh boy, I I have a feeling it's not going to be. But this one, it, it's from Shane again. Which I appreciate him following up on this, but he said this is probably way too late, but it's an interview with one of the guys who got his dick locked in a cage, which I'm like, this is too interesting of an article to not share. Wait, is he one who got, like, hacked? This article is about a person who got hacked. Yeah, Shane just sent it in to us. Okay. He said he even tried to pay the ransom money, but they wouldn't let him out, so he had to get bolt cutters and cut it off. Oh my god. So gosh. he's one of the interesting people. Um this was actually just in January of this year. Oh my god. This article here. Um so this is an article from none other than Vice, which Shit, they have so much good stuff. Sam Summers was sitting at home with his penis wrapped in an internet-connected chastity cage when he got a weird message on the app that connects to the device. Someone told him that they had taken control and they wanted around 1000 in Bitcoin to give control back to Summers. They said initially thought it was a partner doing that. It sounds silly, but I got a bit excited by it, which I get, right? Yeah, if you're setting up this whole like, you know, scenario of role play and stuff, yeah, I can see that. Mm -hmm. Again, I wouldn't want to have my pussy locked up. I don't need that kind of role play in my life, but I can see how other people find it exciting. Yeah, you would think there'd be like a little reset button, like you push a little. Yeah, like a safe word for, you know, dominatrix. Like there's always some kind of out, right? Foliage. Yeah, you would think that there would be some kind of something. If Especially if it's on your fucking dick, you would think there'd be some kind of a button where right, you could be like, but, nope. But if you have that button, then it's truly not a chastity cage because you have an out. Yeah, but if you're dealing with people on the internet, being in charge of this thing right you have to fucking think that there's some sickos out there that are going to be doing shit with this that they shouldn't be doing but why would Mm. you ever think this is a thing i would never have thought of that i wouldn't think some random creep is going to have control over this but so he said he called his partner and she told him it wasn't her even after he told her their safe word which i said foliage before if you're an office fan you get the reference he says that's when he realized he had gotten hacked his penis was locked in the cage and he had no way out and he was like oh shit it's real he started looking at this thing there's no manual override at all uh he said but if it's a digital thing like that it should have a key or something but it obviously didn't he started freaking out he started panicking yeah i would too if i couldn't get my dick unlocked So he was scared and a bit desperate, it says, and he realized he had some Bitcoin stashed in an old account. He sent the hacker what they wanted, hoping that would be it. But when the hacker got the money, they asked for more, which is always the case. Right. 
They're like, oh, it worked. I need more now. So he said he felt fucking stupid and angry. Him and his partner started trying to figure out ways to get his penis out of the cage. So they only had a hammer at home. So they went out. I mean, the thought of using a hammer on one of these things, if you were that guy. Oh, no. I'd be like, my dick is locked up forever. This is just me now. You're not swinging a hammer near that. (laughs) So they went out and bought a pair of bolt cutters. His partner tried it first, but she couldn't break through. And he said the way he had to do it himself, the way he was holding his penis, put it in a very dangerous spot. Yeah. Can you imagine one slip with those bolt cutters? You could cut your whole fucking dick off. He said, nonetheless, he was able to break the cage, but the cutters still cut through him. He said, I don't have a scar or anything, but I was bleeding and fucking hurt. Because if you're into it, that's fine because you're into what you're into, but use a lock, a physical lock in case. These digital things, you cannot trust them. He threw it away, deleted the app. The name of it is Cellmate. The whole experience did not leave him a physical scar, but definitely traumatized him. I just, this is, this is truly our age now, right? Mm -hmm. Like everything is so digitalized. It's creepy to fucking think what people are capable of doing yeah i wouldn't first of all i wouldn't want if i were a man i wouldn't want my dick in one of those things (laughs) second of all if i did for some reason have my dick in one of these things i would need like a key holder like like that you know Haley's pet or whatever where there's somebody who i know and trust that physically has a key not some internet fucking app like no 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 Mm. you know what i don't think this is the last time we're gonna hear about dick in a box i really don't it's it's too much out there there's too much going on with these locked up dicks if there's something like this going on, we have to let people know. There has to be like a pussy lock. There has to be. Even if we only help one guy from keeping his dick from being in a cage, you're welcome. Yeah. Or if you were <laughs> considering it and now you've heard these stories and you're like, ooh, no thank you. Unless you're welcome. you get the original little tiny little diary lock in the cage. It seems like even the guy who's had to cut his dick out. He's like, mm, give that to me. Give me the old school one. They have chastity belts for women that shit they've used since medieval times. So they're, they definitely have it. Yeah. Oh, there's all kinds of chastity belts. That, all these chastity belts look very uncomfortable too. I am all set. I just think like, how would you sit and how do you pee then? Yeah. We're going to free the V. And the P. If there's one thing we've learned in these past couple of weeks is that you shouldn't lock it up. Set that baby free. (laughs) Well, today's episode is on stories that have fucked with you or things that have stayed with you over a long period of time that you still think about and you're like, did that really fucking happen? Or that you're laying awake at three o'clock in the morning replaying over in your head (laughs) and you're like, why did that happen? (laughs) Why did I do this? Why did I do this? Why did I say that? Anything of the sort. Our first story that I have to share comes from Mike. So this is your episode, dude, today. This one is crazy as hell to me, and this would surely stick with me as well. He said a story that still fucks with me. When I was like 12 or 13, my best friend Raymond spent the night at my house. We stayed up and played video games and watched movies for a while in the living room. About 11 p.m., my mom said we had to go to bed or my room for the night. We were playing video games in my room for a while. Finally, we both wanted a soda. It was a Friday, so we were going to sleep late Saturday. I said, I'll go get us sodas. My room was at the back of the house, and it was a U-shaped pattern to the kitchen. I thought everyone was asleep. As I rounded the corner into the living room, there I saw my mom and dad on the couch watching porn, and my mom was giving my dad a blowjob. And my dad had a big dick, too. I'll never have forgot that. That's always the worst. Nobody wants to see. It's it's bad enough to hear it. I'm sure that my kids have probably heard us a time or two, but nobody's ever seen anything. Thank God. Knock on wood. But yeah, you don't ever want to actually physically see your mom sucking your dad's big old dick. No. No. That's a visual that you will have forever. Yeah. Ugh, especially as a teenager when everything's so awkward. I remember hearing my parents, but I never saw them too, thank God. I don't think I ever heard my parents, honestly. I think it's normal. You live in the same house. Like, you know, it's going to happen from time to time. But yeah, watch that porn in your bedroom with your husband and lock the door, you know. Yeah, I mean, especially you have your son has a friend over too. You don't know 
what the kid's normal routine is too. Maybe they always have to get a glass of milk at night or who knows what it is. So yeah, keep it in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. Everyone has smartphones now too. So I mean, well, this was back in the day. Back in the day. Yeah, they probably did. Maybe that was their only like VCR or whatever, (laughs) you know. That's a good point. Was out in the living room. But then maybe that's not the night to be actually watching porn. Yeah. (laughs) Still. Ugh, that's traumatizing. What When I was five, my neighborhood had a block party. At one point, the three-year-old from the next door decided to take a shit in the street. (laughs) (laughs) And then my dog immediately ran up and ate it. It's as clear in my mind now as the day it happened. Oh, my God. (laughs) All right. This story is from one of our listeners, Laura. Mm -hmm. She said, during the 2018 NLCS is when it happened. That's the title. (laughs) (laughs) i'm not hungover i don't have an excuse for this this story is super long but till this day it still fucks with me lol my sister and i had these nosebleed seats we paid for at dodger stadium when the dodgers played the brewers in the 2018 nlcs and we were so excited and pumped to go we both grab beers and sit down mind you i have a dodgers baseball hat on and my sister and i are both pretty tall my sister is five foot ten and i'm six foot tall these are some tall girls Mm mm-hmm We are sitting kindly minding our own business when the people behind us tap me on the shoulder and ask if I can take off my hat for they couldn't see behind me. And I'm a pretty reserved and non-confrontational person and I'm shocked, embarrassed, and pretty pissed at that request. I take off my baseball hat. Mind you, it's a baseball hat, which I think is crazy. Like baseball hats are form-fitting to your head. Yeah, and you're at a baseball game, so... Sorry that you're not as tall as I am. Yeah, it was probably a short man that asked her that. Uh, she says, it wasn't like I was wearing a fucking sombrero or something. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no kidding. You, you know, my husband, he, when we go to brewer games, he's all decked out. He'll wear, he has like a brewer's hat and then, you know, those mm-hmm. old plastic ones. Um, he has that and has bobbleheads all over it. Like he goes all out with it. We've had people who've asked him to take his hat off before when they sit behind him. Yeah, but that's reasonable. I would say that's at yeah. least like. It might be blocking your view, but still, if you're a real Brewers fan, you'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, you're a Dodgers fan anyways, Laura. I can't read the story. (laughs) Just kidding. So I literally sit with as straight of a posture as I possibly could to spite them. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Petty party of one. This bitch. (laughs) I would have done the same fucking thing. I'd have been like, well, I'm just tall, motherfucker. Like, had or not. Like, geez. I have a story that's similar. I was very, very drunk at the Miranda <laughs> Lambert concert at Summerfest. I was front row and we were standing on the bleachers. Like, is it bleachers? Just the long silver? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think those are, yeah, that's a bleacher, right? <laughs> so you'd have people who would rush up and this girl was standing like literally in front of me, but on the ground. And I'm drunk at a Miranda Lambert concert, having a good time, and I'm dancing, and she kept putting her head and her back into me, and it was pissing me off because you know how long I had to sit in that seat to make sure I got that seat? Like, Mm -hmm. all fucking day, right? And she kept turning around and looking at me, so you know what I did? You know me. (laughs) Oh, man. I just kept putting my knees into her back, my elbows on her head. I would drip a little of my drink on top of her. I was an asshole, but- I was so mad. That's what she gets. She started it. Yeah. And she was trying to push me, like push me off the bleacher. And I'm like, I literally had been sitting there for like eight hours. I saw bands I could give no shits about whatsoever. Just to have this seat for Miranda Lambert. My girl. I would have done the same thing. Like, it's like throwing the first punch. You better expect you're going to get hit back. You know, mm-hmm. like if you're throwing bows at me, I'm going to throw bows back at you too. I'm not going to do it first, but you, you, she was fucking with you <laughs> and she didn't think you were going to fuck back with her, but you did. With Laura's story, I thought she was going to like take that hat and <laughs> whip the shit out of the guy behind her with it or something. Yeah, I think she was very polite about it. More polite than I would have been drunk at a game. I'd have been like, it's a baseball game. Grow up. I just a ba- like a baseball hat. Yeah, I'm wearing like- a baseball hat, not a, like she said, not a sombrero. Chill the fuck out. Now, if you're, you know, obnoxiously drunk, you keep standing up and like making a scene and making a bunch of noise. Yeah, I can understand if the person behind you got upset. But if you're simply watching the game wearing a baseball hat, 
No. Nope. No. Mm-mm. No, no. People are just so fucking sensitive nowadays about everything, everything. I swear to God. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw some meme the other day, and I, I can't remember what exactly it was, but that's what it had to do with, was how fucking oversensitive everyone is about everything nowadays. Well, like, even the Super Bowl, The weekend performed. I love The weekend. I thought he put on a good show, and people were like, that was so boring, snooze fest, he's no J-Lo, he's no Shakira. I'm like, okay, and then last year, or whatever, I think it was last year, but then J-Lo and Shakira were showing too much skin why were they and it's like oh my yeah. god can you just like sit back and mm-hmm. just enjoy it instead of having fucking comments negative about everything oh i remember what it was <gasps> it was a meme where somebody posted a picture of a rainbow and then the comment underneath it was like thanks a lot my mom died from a rainbow yeah <laughs> and, and that's what it is nowadays yes. and you're like, like so i had posted what? Um, somebody had tagged me in like a, a fan page of the challenge about the fact that I had had COVID and people wrote all sorts of things and I was trying to be nice like there's people who were like COVID's fake and you know I'd write something and then be like COVID affected me this way and I'd write something and I was trying to like play both sides you know and be mm-hmm. nice and like I still got attacked for it because you didn't know that I lost my cousin to COVID and I'm like no 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 I, all I was saying is COVID is crazy me and my husband both got it two very different situations of what happened to the mm-hmm. both of us. Neither one of them was deadly, but that's not taking away all the people who have died from it. But it's like, Jesus Christ, like yeah. you cannot say anything, anything without offending somebody. It yeah. is so exhausting. It literally is. And you know what? Even having a podcast, it can be fucking scary because we're like, oh, we're very candid, right? We, st- we talk about a lot of shit. And I, by no means do I think we're offensive. But even sometimes we look back at things like we say or do, we're like, uh-oh, is that going to offend somebody? Right. And that sucks. It's a shitty thing to fucking feel that way when we're just trying to have some fun. But you know what? Like, it's okay to be offended sometimes. It is. It's okay for somebody to not have the same opinion as you. Mm-hmm. Like we do not – like this cancel culture bullshit has got to fucking stop because you know what happens when you just cancel people they don't learn their lesson Mm -hmm. when people get fired because of something that they say that offends you they're not learning their lesson they lose their job but that's not going to change their way of thinking you want people to grow and learn it's so freaking bizarre to me like one of the housewives kelly dodd who i've never been a big fan of her but she just got fired because of her saying that masks are stupid and all this other stuff she got fired for that no isn't that why we watch the show because she is somebody who has different opinions and is like a hot button sort of person i just what is going on in the world right now yeah Honestly, I and am it's exhausted. crazy to me. Everyone's entitled to their own opinions. It doesn't mean my opinion is the most ultimate or that your opinion is the most ultimate or one's more right or wrong than the other. Like people are entitled to have their own opinions. Like and that's what makes the world go around. Yeah, and that's guess why what? we are so far as a as a nation and we have so much success and so much stuff that we do because Your opinion and my opinion might not be the same, but we can still work together. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe you can learn something from my opinion, and I can learn something from yours as well, too. One hundred percent. And guess what? No motherfucking buddy's opinion is absolute. Nobody's. No. And it's an opinion. Right. But Uh, but I'm I'm not talking about people who are saying hurtful racial comments, that sort of stuff. That is not what I'm talking about. No. I'm talking about people who are sensitive because you sneezed. You know, it's like stupid shit like that. That's what I'm talking about. People who have an opinion, like you said, like the rainbow thing. Yeah. There's people, literally people on the internet who complain about that sort of stuff. I'm so sick of it. I'm just so fucking sick of like how overly sensitive some people are. You know what I find funny too is that people are super sensitive and like, go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs over all this shit right now. But The Office literally is so popular right now. And you know how much tongue-in-cheek stuff that they say? Right. And they're like, oh, we, they want to bring it back, but they can't because it's not the right environment or temperature. And it's like, why Why is that so popular if people are so sensitive? It's just weird. It's a weird Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? What I just said in my head, it sounded right, but I don't know if it... <laughs> no, I know. I understand what you're saying. It's it's crazy. It's fucking crazy. Even like parenting and things like that. You can't even parent your own kids. Everybody's got some fucking opinion. It's like, jeez. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
It's exhausting. It is. Like, I'll do me and I'll do you. I'm a good parent. I'm kind to my kids. I don't do anything that would ever harm them. So it just sit the fuck down, right? Like, yeah. And rant. Sometimes rants are fun. That was a fun little rant. It feels good. (laughs) It is. It is like having a podcast. So it's, we're just doing this really for fun. Like, we enjoy doing this. But it is. It's like one of those things where, like, uh oh, did we say something that might offend someone? Mm -hmm. But I think if y'all are here, you already know we might be offensive a little bit. <laughs> and I feel like we pick on ourselves more than anybody else. More than else. anyone else. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I will laugh at myself all fucking day because you should be able to do that, you know? Yep. All right. Well, my story is a little long. After having sex with the fourth girl of my young life at that time, I decided to get an STD check. So he had sex with four different girls and he's like, maybe I should get an STD check. With with no symptoms or anything. Just nope. to, okay. It says not for any physical reasons, okay. mostly for the emotional reassurance. <laughs> <laughs> he thought he was so dirty. Better go get this dick checked out. Mm-hmm. Get this dick checked. Anyways, I called my neighbor across the street who is three years older than me, basically like my big brother, and I told him that I made an appointment to get checked and I asked him what it entailed. He said it wasn't too bad. They did a sperm sample, swabbed his dick, checked his blood, etc., etc. So I felt pretty prepared going in there a few days later. On my way to the clinic, I was feeling pretty nervous to ejaculate in a cup, but I reassured myself that it was going to be fine. When I finally got there, an older lady called my name and handed me a clear cup and escorted me to the restroom and said, please go in here. Can I sound really stupid? What? I didn't know men had to ejaculate to do an STD check. I didn't either. Okay. Well, you just made me feel better. I just thought it would be like a swab or a pee test. Yeah. You learn something every day. You learn something. I was picturing more of a comfortable room where I could do my private thing of choking my chicken, but I thought, (laughs) fuck it. The bathroom will suffice. Oh, no. I remember looking around for some pornographic material because my neighbor said that they provide you with some, but there was nothing. I remember thinking, what the fuck? This place just expect us to use our imagination? Disappointed, I said, oh, well, not like I haven't used my imagination before. So I began, yes, masturbating over the, thi- over the sink. <laughs> Anyways... <laughs> I remember amazingly rubbing one out pretty fucking fast, almost too fast, so I thought that I'd wait in there an additional 10 minutes (laughs) because I didn't want her to think that I was some type of freak. (laughs) After waiting in there for what felt like an eternity, I finally handed my semen-filled cup back to the old lady nurse who acted impatient and upset that I had taken so long. I began following her down the hallway. The woman set the the cup on the desk table, looked at it, then picked it up again, and she jiggled the cup a bit. Oh. She stopped. I held my breath as I looked at her face and saw it turn from confusion to sheer horror. She turns to me and goes, um, we only needed your urine. Okay. <laughs> I I had a feeling once we got to the like the little bit end there, I'm like, oh shit, it was just a urine test. I will never forget the feeling that I had at that very moment. <laughs> my face got red. I felt immediately hot and my legs felt weak. I just wanted to get the fuck out of there. I bet that happens more often than mm-hmm. you would think. I know. I knew the end of it, but I didn't want to spoil it uh-huh. for you. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, that makes me feel better because I'm like, what would semen determine uh... for STD? That is... That would stick with you for sure. Oh, my God. I'd, I'd have been mortified as well, too. Because you know what? He still had to walk his ass back into that bathroom and just pee into a different cup, too. Because they still needed his urine sample, right? Uh-huh. So embarrassing. And then you <laughs> got to go back out. the whole process again. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go back out and be like, okay, well, here's my pee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm just going to leave it in the bathroom. You can cook and, like, run out. <laughs> And I'm uh-huh. sure he's fine, too. Oh, I'm sure. He had no So symptoms. he goes through all this embarrassment for no freaking reason. Man. I wonder where his neighbor, the guy that was three years older, went that needed a semen sample. Or maybe he was getting tested for something different. Or maybe he was fucking with him. Maybe he was fucking with him. And then he laughed later. Uh-huh. He's like, you dumbass. Or maybe they were <laughs> testing for something totally different. I... I've never heard of that. I didn't know. No, I would be mortified as well, too, if I just handed somebody that and that's not what they needed. Oh, yeah, no. Mm -mm. 
All right. I like this one a lot because this is kind of like a life lesson one. We were in the car somewhere. I must have been six or seven years old and my uncle had lost his job and was working as a snowplow driver to earn money while looking for a new job. I made some offhanded insult or joke about him. My father put his hand on my shoulder and very seriously said, never, and I mean never, put another man down for doing honest work. So it stuck with me and I believe made me a better person. And if that's not the truth, mm-hmm. don't put people down for somebody who's working. They're they're trying to do yeah. it. Honest. If they're out there, they're working. And that's not like easy work either, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And the hours are shitty. Mm-hmm. You got to go when it snows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's very true. That would have stuck with me as well too. And I feel like mine are all very dirty. I like that. And mine are not. So. Yeah. Well, you know me, the dirty birdie. <laughs> no, I I am too. I just didn't get the dirty Apparently stories. I did. Several months ago, I whipped out the old fleshlight and turned the volume on my laptop up to a dull roar. I made the rookie mistake of thinking the house was empty. After all, I managed to walk downstairs, make myself some scrambled eggs for breakfast, take the dog out, and not hear peep from anyone. I just naturally assumed I was home alone. After my 30 to 40 minute long session... <laughs> That included lube sloshing around and other questionable noises. I start the process of cleaning things up when I see my phone light up with a text from my mom. Gee, that's funny. I think to myself, it's 11 a.m. Why is my mom texting me? She should be at work right now. Then it hit me. I heard the wheeling of the computer chair in the den downstairs. Uh-oh. I take a big gulp, ass cheeks puckering in with fear. I open the text <laughs> to the one line that will forever haunt me to the grave. Uh-oh. Not <laughs> not to scare you, honey, but I am home. XOXO, mom. Oh, my God. She knew. She, she knew. fucking knew. Paralyzed with fear at this point, I just waited in my room till she left to do some errands. Maybe, just maybe, I thought she didn't hear the ungodly noises. <laughs> Coming from my room earlier. recognize the noises. <laughs> and that the coast was clear. To test my logic, I went downstairs and played the porn at the <laughs> same volume it had been playing earlier. It fucking echoed throughout the goddamn house. 100%. <laughs> oh, no. I couldn't look at my mom for weeks. The shame. <laughs> oh, the fucking shame. <laughs> yeah, you're in there watching porn lube on all like fucking a fleshlight for 30 like he said who knows i'm sure some of the noises were his too you mm-hmm, know uh-huh. he's probably like yeah fucking take this dick and shit like that and his <laughs> mom just can't oh, hear no. everything oh, oh. No. poor mama yeah no mom wants to hear that either uh-uh <laughs> well this is a heartwarming one Oh, okay, good. I called my dad a few years back to tell him happy birthday. He said, you're the greatest thing I've accomplished in my 48 years. Man, that hit me hard. So on days when I'm feeling like a loser and can't do anything right, I think about how much my dad thinks of me and is proud of me. All these years later, it still hits me hard. That's so sweet. I love that. So sweet. Oh, but it is true. Like, I I mean, I swear I look at my son and like any little new accomplishment mm-hmm. is my whole world. And oh, it makes me absolutely. so excited. Yeah. All right. Well, mine is not heartwarming, so I'll just keep moving on. <laughs> I had a friend whose roommate had a large German shepherd dog. One day when she came home from work, she found him playing with the next door neighbor's kid's pet bunny dead. Uh-oh. She panicked and gave the bunny a bath, blow dried it placed it back in its cage, afraid to tell the neighbors that her dog killed it. Oh, no. A couple of hours later, they heard the neighbor's kids screaming hysterically. It turns out the bunny had died and they had buried it and her dog had dug it up to play with it. Can you imagine coming home and finding it? You're like, oh, my kid. I know. Like, what sorcery is this? That is crazy. (laughs) This might be one of my favorite stories ever. (laughs) So they're trying to do the right thing and just make it look like the poor bunny just died peacefully instead of this awful death. And the dog just dug it up. And here it's back in its cage. (laughs) 
god. <laughs> the kid probably never wanted a pet again. <laughs> First, and, you go through you, the torture of it dying. That's until sad you enough. You get some answers. Yeah, like, and then you come home, and it's <laughs> after you buried it. Have <laughs> you a nice burial? <laughs> Everybody said something nice about your bunny. Yeah, and, and you come home one day, <laughs> just propped up like. With a fresh bath. <laughs> That's the kicker. Oh, man. Yeah, that story would fuck with me still, too. That is a great story. <laughs> Maybe two years ago or so, I, I was walking home with a shopping bag. I don't get out much, and it was sunny, but it felt nice to be outside. I was walking past this bar with an outdoor section, and there were a group of women. They only seemed a little buzzed, and I really wasn't paying attention to them, just looking ahead. And here's what I heard as I walked past. Girl, the first girl says, I really, really need a new guy in my life, someone to treat me nice. And her friend says, what about him? She points at me, and I'm maybe like 15 feet or so away from them. And the first girl goes, ew, no. And there's a group of five or six women there laughing at me. I have to pretend like I'm not crushed and just keep on walking as I hear their cackling. I remember oh. this at least once a day. I'll never forget it. No, that's so sad. People are just mean. You know. Oh, that's terrible. The fact that he's close enough for them for like they the know he guy. can hear too. Oh. Recalling this memory kills me every time. I must have been in third grade talking to my mom and my aunt about a girl in my class that had a crush on me. I don't know how the combo got started, but I remember saying something along the lines of, I wonder if she gets aroused thinking about me. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea what I was saying or why I said it, but the look on my aunt's face clued me into the fact that I should face Palm right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, isn't that all just what we think about? Mm-hmm. When I was a little boy, about 9 or 10, I used to play around with my Great Dane a lot. One time, I decided to test the dog's faith. I put this sandwich spread I had on my chest, and he licked it off. Oh, no. It tickled. <laughs> I spent the next 10 minutes putting the spread all over me so the dog would tickle me with his tongue. Oh, God. <laughs> Finally, I decided to put it at my, at the time, tiny little nut sack. <laughs> <laughs> Self-described. <laughs> the dog looked straight into my eyes with distress, then proceeded to lick my balls. Oh, <laughs> oh no. no. Mom comes home at the same time, finds me on the floor, fully nude with the dog's tongue wrapped around my little oh. balls. I hate her every time she brings it up. <laughs> I would bring it up all the time. I'd be so disappointed in my son. Yeah. Because nine or ten years old, you're just fucking around, right? Like, you. I mean... I, I don't recommend this <laughs> at all because it could look really, really bad. But I don't think that this kid did it with, like, in, ill intent or anything. It just felt good. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh no. my Lord. <laughs> all right. I have this last one. <laughs> this one made me think of you for some reason. Oh, no. I'm like, is this Melinda? I was about eight and playing heads up, seven up. I was very honest and kept my eyes tightly closed, so I didn't catch on to the fact that everyone else had quit playing, and I was the only one crouched on the floor with my thumb up. <laughs> and this made you think of me? Yes, because I, I play games alone. No, because I feel like you'd have been like that person. It's like, no, I'm going to keep my eyes yeah, closed tight. It would have been me. Yes. Totally. Someone nicely let me know that the game was over. <laughs> We played that game all the time in school, I remember. Uh-huh. That was fun. Yeah. But I was really embarrassed, and I still have a hard time thinking about it. <laughs> oh. All right. I did. I wrote in Blonde Moments Podcast at Gmail. Mm -hmm. This is my personal story. Oh, poor baby Melinda. I know. It just made me think of you. I'm like, you would be that person that would be honest and be like, no, I'm not peeking. I'm going to keep my thumb up till so someone all presses must have been it. in cahoots to just like leave her ass there. Oh, for sure. Rude. <laughs> that would have been me, though, for sure. I was such a teacher's pet good kid that mm -hmm. if my teacher told me to keep my eyes closed, I would have kept my eyes closed. <sighs> well, that was fun. I have some more that I'll say for a mixed bag of nuts. Yeah. Well, I'm going to just keep reliving the rabbit one. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, our next episode will be true crime. So again, if there's anyone that you would like us to cover, you can always send that in as well too. Because mm-hmm. uh, we do have fun doing the requests. So we decided for our next topic, so after our true crime next week, the one after will be, um, and this comes to us from our listener, Heather. She said, topic idea, crazy relationship red flags people ran into. So ooh. Ooh, I could probably fill up the whole hour. <laughs> I probably could too. <laughs> and Just talking so- about red flags I've given people. <laughs> <laughs> I've probably done that too. <laughs> And it's so funny how sometimes you see those red flags, but you ignore them until like there's a really big red flag and you're like, "Uh oh, so that should be an interesting one, too. So I like it. Yeah. Thanks for sending that one in, Heather. Mm -hmm. So you could send in your stories to Blonde Moments at Blonde Moments Podcast at gmail.com. I almost said Blonde Moments at Podcast at (laughs) gmail.com. Wow. Or you can slide in our DMs. Don't ever do that again. I just wanted to sing, say that. Just stop. Just stop. No. It goes down in the DMs. <laughs> All right. Today's blonde joke is, why don't blondes talk during sex? Because they got a dick in their mouth. Well, maybe, but that's not the answer. Their moms taught them never to speak to strangers. Oh, my God. That's terrible. That's terrible.